Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. All right, guys, what's going on? Joe McCall here. Hope you are doing well. This is the REI Secrets webinar series. And in this uh, secret REI Secret webinar series, it's not secret. I'm going to be sharing with you something really powerful. Um, this one, I'm going to be talking about marketing plans. Why marketing plans? What are they? Why are they important? And what's the big deal about a plan or a scorecard? Let me just say this. Marketing is everything in this business and everything is marketing, okay? We're not in the real estate investing business. We are in the marketing business, okay? Plain and simple. And so I'm gonna give you a real simple plan here um, and I'm gonna be sharing my screen with you. Um, obviously, you might be watching this or listening to this on a podcast or on my YouTube channel. I'll do my best to share with you. In fact, let's do this. I'll write this down. If you're watching this on the YouTubes, then I'll put a link to it down below that you can uh, play with it, okay? And it's a Google Sheet, so which means I'll just give you a link and you can view it, but if you wanna use it, you'll need to go to file, make a copy, or download it as a spreadsheet. I'll talk about that in a second here. So I'm gonna share with you a couple things from this. Um, how to start from your goals and work backwards. Because everybody has a goal. You know, if I ask people how much you wanna make, it's either a million bucks or it's either 10 grand a month or whatever. Well, that's, we can't, do anything with that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we want to make a million dollars, but why? Why a million dollars? Why not $2 million? Why not $500,000? I mean, I I'll write this phrase down, stress-free abundance. I love that phrase. Okay. I heard Frank Kern one time talk about it. And, uh, you know, we want to make a lot of money, but how much would it suck to make a lot of money and have a ton of stress with it? Okay. We don't need to have a huge business that is cranking a bunch of money but like we're living, you know, paycheck to paycheck or, or, or hand to mouth or what's the word? We have more week than paycheck at the end of the week or something like that, right? We don't want that. That stinks. Uh, you don't want to be making a million dollars a year, but your expenses are like $999,990 a year. You only have $10 margin there a year. Like you don't want that. And you see a lot of these people that brag and talk about how many properties they have, how much money they're making. They show you these big fat checks of like $20,000. You're like, oh, wow, it's be so awesome to be like you. But what you don't see is in the background, how much overhead they have, how much stress they have, how many hours they're working, how they're, they're, they're working 100 hours just so they don't have to work 40. What's the point of that, right? So I like to have what I call stress-free abundance. Let's create a marketing plan for our business that gives us a lifestyle that we would want to live, not another job that we own, right? Let's create a marketing plan around things that we can control of. So like, we don't want to have a stressful life. We want to have a life of stress-free abundance. We're making good money, but there's no stress with it. It's like easy money, right? That's just, I would much rather make 100, 200 grand a year, right? And live below my means, you know, have a nice house, no debt. Isn't that be so much better than a million dollar a year, two, three, five million dollar a year business with a huge team, lots of overhead, stress, the marketing, the taxes. You don't want all that. You you saw me talk on a previous video before about um, how I paid off $520,000 in a federal tax lien, not a tax bill, but a lien that was attached to my properties, plural, 
paid that off, right? So the more money you make, bigger problem, bigger business, bigger problems, um, higher levels. What's the, how does that phrase go? Uh, new, higher levels, higher devils. Like, you know what I'm saying? The bigger business gets, the bigger your problems get. So we're going to create a plan based on a level of income that's going to provide you stress-free abundance. So we can make a hundred grand a year, but like, how do you do that? You can't control that. But what you can control is like breaking that down from revenue to deals, to leads, to marketing. Now we know, okay, well, all right, if we're going to do a hundred grand a year, we need to talk to five sellers a day, right? We need to send out 20 uh, letters a day, uh, 50 text messages a day, two hours of cold calling a day, send out 5,000 postcards a month, right? So we can break those things we can't control. And you'll see this all and makes more sense when I'm showing you my spreadsheet. We can break all that down into things that you can't control into things that you can control, right? And you'll know then, okay, if this is what I need to do every day, every week. And this will force you to focus on what's most important. When I'm working with a coaching student one-on-one and I'm talking to them and, you know, I'm here to answer questions and solve their problems and to, you know, help them overcome their obstacles. But I keep on coming back to the scorecard. All right, show me your scorecard. Show me your marketing plan. Well, what do, why does it matter what you should do with this one deal? See, here's the problem. When we don't have a marketing plan, we become motivated buyers. You don't want to be a motivated buyer. You should have so many leads coming into your business that if this deal doesn't work out, that's fine. You just pass on it and go to the next one. Because when you're not, when you don't have a big influx of leads coming in, you become desperate, you become motivated. And sellers can smell that from a mile away. If you're desperate, if you're that motivated buyer, like gotta get a deal, and you only got two or three or five good leads that month, you're going to try, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to try to turn that lemon into lemonade. You don't want to do that. We're not deal creators. We're deal finders. We're looking for deals. We're not trying to make deals happen where there shouldn't be a deal happen. So if a seller is kind of being obnoxious, they're giving you objections and they're, they're, they're not being very nice or whatever, you can blow them off. You've removed yourself from the outcome because if this seller is not going to work with you or not interested in your lead and your deal, you can still send them an offer. You're still going to follow up, but you're like, okay, fine. That's, I got 20 other people to call today. You understand what I'm saying? This is the power of marketing. When you've got the marketing machine running with you or without you, for you, in spite of you, when you get that machine going and it's bringing you leads every single day, right? You can, you only do deals with motivated sellers. And so if you're not doing enough marketing, you're not going to get enough motivated seller leads. Do you understand this? Unmotivated sellers will make you broke. Motivated sellers will make you rich. And you only can find the motivated sellers. And they are out there, even in this hot market right now. The only way you can find the motivated sellers is if you're doing enough marketing, if you're casting a wide enough net that those leads are coming in. So what we're going to do now is create a simple marketing plan so that you're doing enough marketing, you're spreading, you're putting out enough bait, throwing out enough fishing lines that the leads are coming in and you have many to choose from. I can, I tell you this, like, this is so important to understand, guys. I hope you're picking up what I'm laying down, right? You can fix almost all of your money problems by doing more marketing or doing the right marketing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need money? Go do some marketing. Go get some leads. Start talking to sellers, making offers. It all comes down to if you want money, you need to do deals. If you want to do deals, you got to make offers. If you want to make offers, you got to talk to sellers. If you want to talk to sellers, you got to do marketing, okay? We're not chasing sellers. We're just throwing our bait out there. They're contacting us. They're responding to us. They're responding to our marketing and saying, yeah, you know what? I might be interested. Okay, cool. Now we're talking to them. Because the goal is to talk to five sellers a day. Imagine if you could talk to five sellers a day, that's 120 to 150, depending on if you're working weekends. That's 120 sellers a month that you're talking to. That sounds like intimidating. That's like a lot. Oh my gosh, what? 
you know, let's just five a day. And each conversation is just three to five minutes long, max. And you're just talking to them, asking them about their house. You're going to send them a quick, fast offer. You're going to follow up with them every 30 days. And you're going to see this in the scorecard. When you start following up with 120 sellers, month two, month three, you're following up with 240. Month four, I'm getting my numbers mixed up here. You're going to be following up with 360 sellers. By the end of the year, six months, you're going to be following up with hundreds and hundreds of sellers. And those sellers that said no three months ago are going to start saying yes in three months from now. So this is where it all comes back down to marketing. You need to have a marketing plan. All right, so I'm going to share with you, I have a couple different marketing scorecards and these are things that I share with my students, but this is the main one I'm gonna share with you right now. And this is something that all my students have. So if, you don't, if you're not one of my students, what's going on? You know, you can get, hold on one second. There's a good book. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I wrote a book called Simple Lease Options. Let me stop my screen share because I'm going to show you how to get this spreadsheet right now. If you're not one of my students, you need to get my course on learning how to do lease options. Now, this is this is mainly a marketing course. This is mainly a course on how to get leads, how to talk to sellers, how to make offers. Okay. And it just happens that most sellers are going to say no to your low cash offer, but now you can offer them a lease option offer. You can get this book for free by just watching my webinar at sloclass.com. This book is called Simple Lease Options, the easiest and fastest way to do more deals in any market. So go watch my webinar, sloclass.com, and you'll get this book for free sloclass.com, sloclass.com. And in there, I'm going to teach you how this marketing stuff, and I'm going to show you uh, how to get this spreadsheet here, okay? All right, so I'm going to share my screen again. This is a stress-free abundance lifestyle plan. Stress-free abundance lifestyle plan. Cool. Don't make this any more complicated than it needs to be, but what I what I did here, and this was a this was a few years ago. Let me zoom in some more so you can make sure you see me. So this numbers have probably gone up by now. And it, you know, I did I did some deep scientific research. You know, I I got a college degree. I know how to do research. I went to Google. If it's on the internet, it must be true that the average household in the in- income in the United States is 68 grand. I think it's gone up. Let's just say it's 75 grand, okay? And double that. So let's give ourselves an executive salary, okay? Executive salary. Let's give ourselves an executive salary of 150 grand a year. And that's about 12 grand a month, right? So let's say the average price of a home in the United States, I think this is right. I updated this recently. It was $295,000. That's the average price of an average home in the United States. Obviously, that might buy you a one-bedroom shack in California, but that's pretty good. I mean, if if you're complaining about housing costs and you, and you live in California, maybe you should move somewhere else. I'm just saying. I don't know. Like I, I was born in LA, raised in San Diego, lived in Bakersfield, and lived in San Francisco. I still have family in California, so I can say all that stuff because I love Californians. I love California. But you know, if you're complaining about not finding a place to live for 300 grand, maybe you need to move somewhere else because you can buy a really nice house for 590 grand, really, really nice house. So let's double the average price of the home to 590 grand. Okay. And let's just look at some, you know, this executive salary here, that's going to cover your day-to-day living expenses, you know, pretty much. That's going to be an executive lifestyle. It's going to get you a nice car, whatnot. And so you're living in a nice executive house. 590 grand. Now your mortgage payment on a $590,000 house with 10% down principal interest taxes and insurance is going to be, and I have some hidden columns here. I'm not sure what the interest rate on that is, but it's going to be about three grand, three grand a month. That sounds kind of high even, but on a $600,000 house, principal interest taxes and insurance, about three grand a month. Now let's say you get a nice $75,000 car. So your car payment on that's going to be about 1400 a month if you're leasing it maybe. And you're taking four vacations a year. That's right, because you can. And we're talking about stress-free abundance. What good is it to make a lot of money and not take at least four vacations a year? 
even if you're not going somewhere, you stay at home. Let's say you're taking a nice trip, five grand each vacation. So that's 20 grand a year, 1667 a month. All right. So that's about 18,583 a month that you need to make. Now, don't forget Uncle Sam. Okay. Don't forget Uncle Sam. He'll get you. That's about 78 grand a year in taxes. Now, that sounds a little high, but you know, I'm not a tax guy. So don't take my things as, as gospel. So let's say, you know, yeah, it's going to be about, it depends on your write offs and if you know what you've got, but like you got to figure about 30%. Uh, 30 to 35% for tax. Let's just be conservative. Okay, let's say 35%. All right, so that means you need to be making 25 grand a month. We're, see, we're starting at the top and we're working backwards from there. So some of you are like, man, I want to make a million dollars a year. Well, what if you just made 300 grand a year? You'd be living in a really nice house, taking four nice vacations a year, have a really nice car and, and be on an executive salary. Do you really need to make more than 300 grand a year to live a rock star, amazing lifestyle? I mean, that's awesome. And guys, let me tell you something too. It's not that hard to do. It really isn't. It's not that hard to do. Now, I can say that because I'm on the other side. I'm making well more than that, right? But like, I remember when I was an engineer for for an electrical contractor, traveling all over the country, hating my cubic hill, looking at 300 grand a year, I was like, oh my gosh, no way. I could never do that. That's insane. 300 grand a year. But you know what? It's not that hard. Really, it is. And let's talk about it here because we're going to create a marketing plan for that. So let's say your average net profit after marketing is five grand. That's your net profit after marketing. It should be higher than that. It should be like 7,500 after marketing. But we'll, we can play with these numbers, okay? So how many deals does that mean you need to do a month? Well, 3.3, all that's doing is, and I'm gonna kind of show you my formula here. So if you're watching this, you can recreate this pod, uh, this spreadsheet. It's not that hard. So you know, if you need, if you need to gross 25 grand a month and your average profit, net profit on a deal after marketing is about 7,500. By the way, you should be planning on spending about $1,000 in marketing per deal, okay? About $1,000 in marketing per deal. Sometimes more, it depends on if you're doing PPC, cold calling, um, direct mail. If you wanna be super conservative, maybe $1,500 in marketing per deal. But you should always be shooting to gross 10 grand wholesale fee on any deal that you do or upfront lease option deposit, whatever. You understand what I'm saying? So you need to do 3.3 deals per month. Now, on average, how many leads do you need per deal? Well, the better you are at this business, the fewer deals you're gonna do. I mean, you know, probably we're at 25 um, um, leads per deal that we need right now in our land flipping business, okay? But you know, you could do 30. Maybe if you're just getting started, be conservative. Let's do 40 leads per deal. So you need 40 leads. That means we need 134 leads per month. So we take 3.3 deals per month times 40 leads. We need 134 leads per month. And if you break it down on a five-day work week, that's about six leads a day. And let's say we make offers on at least 75% of our leads. That means we need to make 4.6 offers per day. If you make this 30, that's about three offers a day, 4.6 leads, leads a week day. So what I'm saying here is you need to talk to at least, generally speaking, at a minimum, you should be talking to five sellers a day. And we're going to be coming up with a marketing plan that's going to help you get there. Now, what do you see what I'm doing here? We're breaking this down from things you can, can't control to things you can control. You can't control making 300 grand a year. You can't control that your average net profit is 7,500 bucks. You can't control that you need 30 leads to do one deal. And by the way, that's with follow-up. You can't control that you're going to 
you're going to need, you can't get 3.3 deals per month. You can't control that. But what you can control guys is this right here. How many leads you're getting every day? How many offers you're making every day? What's the number one rule in real estate? It's make offers, make offers, make offers. That's the number one rule in real estate. It's very, very simple and straightforward, right? So your speed to income, your speed to 300 grand a year is directly proportional to the number of offers that you make. You're not going to make 300 grand a year if you're not making three offers a day most likely in this business, what we're talking about here. On average, 10 to 15 offers a week. It's just not going to happen. Again, don't come to me with your problems and telling me that this doesn't work. If you've only made five offers in the last month, of course it's not working, okay? This isn't a hobby. This is a business. If you want to make 100, 200, 300 grand a year, you need to treat it like a business. You need to be talking to five sellers or realtors a day, and you need to be making at least three offers a week. Write that down. Write that down right now, every one of you. Stop the video, stop the podcast, write this down. I'm going to talk to five sellers a day and I'm going to be making three offers a day, all right? So even if you only make half of that goal, that's still twice as many offers as as you've probably made. I mean, we do this... uh, we do this thing called Five Leads in Five Days. It's a private little Facebook group that we do once in a while. We do another thing on, uh, it's called a 30-day offer challenge. And we just push people really hard and teach them how to make real simple, fast offers. You know, And we, we hold them accountable. We give them their money back if they make all of the offers that they said they were going to make. But we get people to tell us this all the time. I can't believe I've made more offers in the last 30 days than I've made in my entire life, that I've made in the last year. This is amazing. I mean, even if they don't get one of their offers accepted, they're making forward progress. They're making momentum. This business is all about momentum. It's all about momentum. You have to do the things that are going to build the momentum. Creating your website, buying another book, studying another course, going to another workshop, joining another mastermind, watching more YouTube videos is not going to get you to your goal. What gets you to your goal is not buying courses, it's buying houses. You need to start making offers. 99% of you guys know what you need to do already. You already know what you need to do. You just need to start doing it. You need to start talking to sellers and making offers. So, you know, you're like, well, okay, Joe, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, yeah, you do probably. But like you're saying, all right, I understand. Okay, I got it. I understand, Joe. I got to talk to five sellers a day. I need to make at least three offers a day. How? Well, I'm glad you asked. So the next tab of my spreadsheet here, I have this thing called the marketing plan. This is hypothetical. It's not a guarantee that if you do this, you know, you're going to be, you know, money's rich fall from the sky. So let's say your monthly income goal is, um, I don't know, let's just say 20 grand gross. Your average net profit on a deal is 7,500 bucks. And so here you go. Just looking at this formula, you can see that, you know, and you can do this yourself. If you're looking at this thing and I want that spreadsheet, how do I get that spreadsheet? Um, If you're watching me on YouTube, I'm going to put a link to this spreadsheet down below. Let me write myself a reminder to do that. All right. I'm going to put that link in YouTube. If you're listening to this on a podcast, I apologize because you kind of need to see this, but go to my YouTube channel and subscribe to my YouTube channel and you can get the spreadsheet. And if you want to learn how to do this marketing that we're going to be talking about, get my book, Simple Lease Options, the fastest and easiest way to do more deals in any market, sloclass.com, sloclass.com. And the link for that will be below this YouTube video as well. Okay, so you know if you want to make 20 grand a month, your average net profit after marketing is 7,500. That means you need to do 2.7 deals a month. And if you need an average of, let's do 35 leads, to do one deal. That includes follow-up. Follow-up takes time, you know, three, six months on average of follow-up. So, you know, that means you need 93 leads per month. You need, that's about in a 22-day month, that's about four leads per weekday, workday, okay? And always our minimum is five leads. So we need five leads per day. And a lead, in my opinion, and this, you know, it's not an exact science, it's just a general rule of thumb. 
a lead is anybody that responds to my marketing. So I wouldn't consider, you know, if you're making talking to five sellers a day, it's awesome. But I would rather talk to five sellers that raise their hand, that respond to my marketing, that express an interest. That's why, excuse me, I like texting and calling rentals, landlords, property managers, and for sale by owners, sending them a text, sending them a letter. And if they call me back or raise their hand and say, yeah, I might be interested, that then I'm talking to them. Okay. Also, you know, maybe you find a house that's been on the MLS for 30, 60 days. It needs updating. You call the realtor, you email the realtor and they say, yeah, they might be negotiable on their price. That counts as a lead, right? So there's no hard exact science to this, but it's like, don't just call five people at random and say, Hey, do you want to sell your house? And that think that counts, right? You need to do some marketing. So you find the people that raise their hands and express some interest because write this down again, we are deal finders we're not deal creators you know i don't want you to be motivated buyers looking for deals and desperate because like oh man i got to make some money i got to make some money and you're freaking out and you're stressing out and you're talking to sellers and they can they can smell the your greed glands and your desperation from a mile away and the harder you chase sellers the faster they'll run so you can't be desperate when you're talking to sellers and making offers, okay? You just got to be like, yeah, you know, here, this take this or leave it. I've got 20 other people that need my money, need my help for these deals. All right, so just looking at this here, we're going to, there. there's three different things that I like to do for marketing. And, and when you're doing your marketing plan, there should you should always have at least two or three different things that you're doing. You don't want all of your eggs in one basket. One month, you might be slow getting leads. The next month, you might be doing really well. And let me talk about this a little bit. This is important to understand. When I was getting started, I was working um, as, a, as, a, as a project engineer manager for a general contractor here in St. Louis. We were building big office buildings and big aquatic centers and stuff like that. And then I moved to another company building big power plants. I was one of the schedulers. I was in the project controls division. Anyway, so I would go through this phase where I would do, but I, I remember hearing these guys talk about the importance of marketing, exactly what I'm telling you. I was like, okay, I got to do the marketing. So I'd put it in my calendar, you know, block off time every day to send out letters or send out emails or text messages or call realtors, you know, and I would just never get it done because I was always so busy. I just couple, three kids at home. Um, I had a full-time job working 50, 60 hours a week. It was hard for me to actually do the marketing myself. So, but I would, I would send out a bunch of postcards for, for example, and then, or I'd just send out a bunch of texts, but then I'd get a bunch of leads and I'd stop. Like, okay, good. I got some leads. Right. And I couldn't handle any more leads because I was working all the leads I currently had. And then I'd start making offers and I'd get a few offers accepted and great, get a property under contract, start marketing the property either as a lease option or as a wholesale deal. And that takes, you know, sometimes one or two months to actually sell that deal and get the money. And now I'm like, yes, I get some money. And I turn around and my pipeline is empty. I've got no leads coming in. You got to write this one down. Here's another writer down. You got to dig your well before you're thirsty. Dig your well before you're thirsty. All right. Now, so I'm like freaking out. Oh my gosh, I got this money. That's awesome. But I don't have any more leads coming in. And it's not like just a light switch that you can turn off and on where you start getting new leads coming in instantly. It takes time. It's like you're when you're doing marketing, think of marketing as this big train and you've got this rope, this chain, and you're pulling that train along the tracks. It's really hard at first, okay? It's really hard, but it starts moving. It starts budging a little bit. You start getting the momentum. And pretty soon that train, as it starts going, it becomes hard to stop, doesn't it? Because it's got so much momentum or it's like a big rock that you're pushing down a hill, right? Big snowball or whatever. It's hard at first, but once it starts rolling and it starts building the momentum, it becomes hard to stop. That's what your marketing is like. It's hard at first, right? You've got to be committed to the marketing for at least three to six months. Consistent marketing, never stopping. Always persistently, consistently sending out the marketing multiple times to sellers and follow up because that's where the deals come from. The deals come from the follow-up. So anyway, you got to start pulling those. So then I would do a bunch of marketing 
And then it's, it, you know, it's another two or three month process. By then I'm freaking out. I'm, I've, I don't have any more money. I spent all that money that I made on that deal three months ago. And I went through this vicious up and down roller coaster cycle of making a lot of money, panicking, running out of money, doing a bunch of marketing, making a bunch of money, running out of marketing, doing a bunch of marketing, making more money. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm being clear or not there, but like, so I realized I've got to get this marketing done for me in spite of me. And it all started with this marketing plan. I said, all right, I knew I wanted to make X amount of money per month. I needed to do this marketing. And I looked at it and thought, I can't do it myself. Let's be realistic here, okay? I'm just too busy. I can't do this myself. I've got to get somebody else to do it for me. So this is where it all starts. I thought, all right, I'm gonna get a virtual assistant. So I got a virtual assistant from Indianapolis because I was too scared to hire a VA from the Philippines. And I told this VA, every day, I want you to go and just do one thing. Go to Craigslist. At the time, Zillow wasn't as, as big as it is now. Go to Craigslist, scrape all of the rentals and physical and send them this email, send them this text. And I think I had her doing slide dial at the time too. And so she would send out the marketing every day, 20 or 30 emails and text messages. And then if, a, if somebody responded, yeah, I might be interested in selling my rental or doing a lease purchase or whatever, then she would send me the lead. And then what happens? Oh, it's beautiful. Every day I open my inbox, go to my Voxer, my CRM, and I see three, four, five sellers that I need to call back or follow up with. Okay. So this is why it's important not to have a marketing plan. Not so that you can do, I'm not trying to throw more work onto your plate. I'm trying to show you a way now you can get, you can start asking yourself bigger, better questions. All right. Who can I get to do this for me? Maybe it's a bunch of direct mail. All right. Who, who can I get to do this direct mail for me every week? You don't want to send it once a month. You want to send it, you want to spread it out your, your mail every week. Okay. Maybe it's uh, contacting realtors. You know, so, all right, how can I get to email realtors, 20 emails a day for me to realtors? I did a course with a, a, a gentleman, Haim, amazing virtual investor, wholesaler. Um, he's in Israel all the time. Great guy. I love the guy. And we did a course once called MLS Hacks. And when I was talking to him, he doesn't do this as much as he used to, but he was, go, he, he was in about three or four different cities. He had a team of about four or five VAs that were sending about a couple hundred to 300 emails a day for him to realtors of older properties that needed updating. Every day, the VAs would go in, look for houses that needed updating that just hit 30-day list or even zero day. Just hit, we've been on the MLS for 30 days, 60 days that needed work. And the VAs would send the realtor an email from him saying, Hey, we saw your house at 123 Main Street. Looks like a nice house. Is your client negotiable? Would they accept something in this price range? Send a couple hundred emails a day. And of that, you would consistently get one or two a day that would say, Yeah, maybe call me. You know, what are you looking for? So he would call these realtors and just start building relationships with them. If that house didn't work out, then he would, you know, you'd get another one. The other thing is the real the, the VAs would start sending to these VA to these realtors that make the sense. The VAs would send to the realtors with all of these deals a, an offer, but they wouldn't write up a contract. They would say, you know, before we don't want to waste your time with all the paperwork, but we'd be able to offer you 75 grand for this deal and attached as a proof of funds. So he would attach a proof of funds with all of his emails. All right. So then you see what's going on. You want to outsource the $5 an hour activities. You want to do the $500 an hour activities, which are talking to sellers, talking to realtors, talking to property managers and making offers. Maybe you want to do Google pay-per-click or Facebook ads. All right, listen, that is awesome. That works really, really well. But most of you guys are not very techie. You're, you're not very strong with technology. And you know, looking at a Facebook ads manager account, you're like, oh my gosh, what is this? And, you know, maybe that's just not for you. So what I would encourage you to do is don't ask how, ask who. Don't ask how, ask who. 
So when you're looking at this, this really awesome training that you got on how to do Facebook ads, great. Maybe hire somebody to go do it for you. Do what I do. Get my 16-year-old son. If I don't make him put him to work, he's just going to sit around and play, try to play video games all day. Or I'm going to be making him do a bunch of yard work all day, and he's going to hate that. So I'm going to give him some work. And guess what kind of work I'm going to give him to do? My marketing, right? He's out there sending five to 10 offers a day for me for vacant land, okay? And so I get him to do the marketing. I might get a direct mail company to do the direct mail. I might get a PPC Facebook ads company to do the, the online marketing for me. I get a VA to do the scraping. I get my son to do letters. Look at all your marketing and think, like, ask yourself a simple question. How can I do none of this? Get somebody else to do it all for you. That's the secret right there. Get somebody else to do all of this marketing for you. Now, you may not have the money to pay them, but get creative. Find somebody who's hungry and say, listen, if you do this marketing for me, I'll pay you 10% of the profits of any deal that comes from it. You know, hire some bird dogs, pay some people to go driving for dollars and pay them maybe like minimum wage if you have to pay them something, but then pay them a certain percentage of the profits in the deal. Does that make sense? Don't let anything stop you from doing this. Don't let yourself make excuses. You have zero excuses to do this marketing. Zero. I'm telling you, none. You don't have any excuses. Maybe it's you need to get up at 4 a.m. to do it. Maybe you need to get your wife to, or your husband to help you do it. Maybe you need to get a kid, your stay-at-home mom next door, a disabled veteran, somebody from church that's just looking for some work, has some time. You need to find out what do you have and what do you don't have. You may have time, but no money. You may have money, but no time. So find somebody else who has what you don't have. Find somebody else who has the time or some, find somebody else who has the money. Uh, Gavin Timms, my coaching business partner, tells this story and I just love it. It's one of my favorites. He you know, spent a couple thousand dollars, his last dollar on direct mail got zero leads in a super competitive market. And this was super competitive even six, seven, eight years ago, whenever it was. And so, you know, he's like, well, that didn't work. Did he just quit and give up? No, he understood it's a long game. He went to the next local real estate club meeting and stood up when everybody said, you know, do you have a deal or something to sell or whatnot? So he stood up and say, listen, I just did, um, what did he say? He said, uh, um, I'm good on the phone. If any of you have any old leads, I'll call your old leads for you and you just pay me a certain percentage of the profit. And sure enough, two or three people came up to him afterwards. They had a bunch of old leads they were sitting on. They weren't doing anything with them. They, and they trained him. They gave him some scripts or contracts. He just got on the phone and started calling all their old leads. And guess what happened? Within a day or two, he had three contracts and he sold all of them and got a few thousand bucks, right? You have zero excuses. If you don't have any money for marketing, find somebody who's got some old leads and call their old leads. If you have money for marketing, but no time, find somebody else that can do the marketing for you. So you have zero excuses. Listen, I was there. You know, I had a full-time job. I had family, kids at home. I was on the computer all day. I didn't want to be on the computer in the evening when I got home from work or on the weekends, but I knew the importance of marketing. So I got a VA that did it. Then I had a VA getting me too many leads. So then I hired someone to handle the leads for me. And I paid them 100% commissions only, 35% of the deal. I trained them how to talk to sellers, how to make offers. Then I got a problem of, okay, I got too many leads. Now this guy's getting too many contracts too many properties under contract. I'm like, I can't handle this. I don't have the time to sell all these contracts. So I hired a realtor to market the properties for me. So now I'm doing three, four deals a month and I'm not doing hardly anything except managing the people in place, right? Now I'm not making 100% of the profits of the deal, but I'm making 45, 50% of the deal 
right? So that's how it works. You have zero excuses. Don't let yourself make excuses for not doing the marketing, not talking to five sellers a day. You can do it. All right. So back to the marketing plan here. I feel like I'm giving you a good context of everything. Now there's different things that you can do. You know, our goal is to get 110 leads per month. So how are we going to do that? Well, there's three things here that I'm looking at. Let me see if I can just scoot over. All right. So there's, I'm, I'm going to be doing one of the three things I'm going to be doing are Zillow rentals and FISBAs. What does that mean? That means I'm contacting, I'm texting rentals, landlords, property managers, and for sale by owners on Zillow. And I'm asking them, Hey, do you want to sell your house? Or would you consider maybe leasing it for a period of time and then selling it? And let's say, you know, 35% of my leads, 30% of my leads come from that. Let's say uh, 40% of my leads come from letters. And let's say 30% come from cold calls. So you can see here, 30, 40, 30, that totals 100, 100%, right? So on if, if 30% of my leads come from Zillow, that means I need to get 30 leads per month from them. If my average response rate is about 5%, what does that mean? That just means if I send out 100 text messages, I'm going to get at least you know three to five that say, yeah, I might be interested in selling. Okay, maybe make it three. And you can see then, okay, well, three, that means you need to contact 1,100 a month or 50 a day. What does that mean? So I just need, I take 33. You can see here, I take 33 divided by 3%. That tells me I need to contact 1,100 rentals and FISBOs a month or 50 a day. Some of you are saying, oh my gosh, Joe, I can't do 50 a day. There's not enough leads in my market. This is why you need to go look in the small towns. You need to look in the virtual markets. So when I'm doing Zillow, I'm looking at the county or the state, okay? There's a little plus or minus button on the map on Zillow. If you need more leads, click that minus button, keep on zooming out. And if you have my Simple Lease Options book and my course, I, there's a company I recommend in my course that will scrape Zillow for you. It's awesome. All right, so anyway, you need to contact 50 rentals. See, the, again, this is I'm breaking this down into things I can control. I can't control getting 33 leads a month from Zillow, but I can control me contacting 50 rentals and FISBOs a day, sending a text, sending an email, sending a slide dial. All right. Now let's say 40% of my leads come from letters, letters, handwritten yellow letters. They work really, really well. So that means I need what? 40, how did I come up with that number? I took 110 divided by 40 or times 40%. I need 44 leads per month. So let's say my average response rate is 2%. All right. What does that mean? Now, if you're in a small market, you might be getting 5%. Um, if you're in a real competitive market and you're going after the competitive zip codes, you might be getting a half of 1% response rate. It just kind of depends. Um, I like going after smaller towns. I mean, I also like to send letters to rentals on Zillow. So let's say I'm getting an average of a 2% response rate on a handwritten yellow letter, which I think is okay. That means I need to send 2,200 letters a month. How do you get that number? You take 44 divided by 2%. 44 divided by 2%. I get you 2,200. Now, how many a week? There was an average of 4.33 weeks in a month. That's 508 letters a week. All right. We can't control getting 44 leads a month from letters, but we can control sending 500 letters a week. All right. Let's say 30% of our leads come from cold calling. Now, I like to use FreedomSoft for my cold calling. So we'll talk about that here. Now, let's say we get an app. That means we're going to need we're going to need 33 leads per month or 1.5 leads per weekday. And on average, you're going to find through an hour of cold calling, one to two leads per hour. Let's be conservative and say one. You're going to get about one lead per hour. What I like to call, I like to call old leads and absentee owners with equity in small towns. 
All right. So if I get an average of one lead per hour, in other words, I reach one person out of the 30 or 50 that I people that I call every hour, and um, they're going to say, yeah, you know what? I might sell my house, make an offer. That's a lead. So that means I need to do one and a half hours of cold calling a day. Now look at this. I need to contact 50 Zillow rentals and Fizbo's a day. I need to send 500 letters a week, and I need to do one and a half hours on the dialer a day. Not a big deal. But if you can't do that, again, what do you do? Don't throw up your hands in the air and say, oh, I guess this isn't for me. Maybe it's not. But now you need to look at this and say, all right, who can I get to do this for me? Who can I get to send 50 texts a day? Which mail company can I use to send 500 letters a week? You know, who can I do to, who can I hire to do cold calling? Or maybe I can do that myself. So let's put this into a summary. All right. So I need to contact 50 Zillows a day, 500 letters a week, and one and a half hours of cold calling. That's your marketing plan. It's as simple as that. This is how you create a business that's a stress-free abundance, a business of stress-free abundance. Does that make sense? All right. So let's look here at this, the cost. You know, so if you're using a full-time VA, maybe let's just say 750 bucks a month for a full-time VA. If you're sending letters, got to look at about three cents per name on average. If you're using FreedomSoft or PropStream, you know, it's going to be a little different. It's about 90, it's about 85 cents a letter. Okay. And you're using a CRM and phone numbers. It's about 200 bucks a month for that. So that's about $2,900 a month in marketing. Now, would you spend $2,800 a month in marketing to make $20,000? I hope you say, yeah. Okay. So on average, you look at this. And so 2,800, divided by 2.7 deals per month, you're looking at an average of about $1,082 in marketing per deal. Does that make sense? Right. Now, I'm not saying you, you know, maybe you don't have that yet. That's fine. So find the free things that you can do. Maybe it's just texting landlords on Zillow. Maybe it's just cold calling. Okay. Maybe you're not doing letters yet. That's fine. So your average cost per marketing per deal might be 250, 500 bucks, but you're going to have to invest some money into marketing. And if you're complaining about this, Guys, there is not a single business in the world. I mean, if you look at the return on investment and time in any business, all the different businesses and franchises and business opportunities, there is hardly anything better than real estate and wholesaling, doing creative lease options, subject to deals. There is, I would venture to say, almost nothing more lucrative and gives you a better return on your investment time and money than real estate. But you're going to have to invest something, right? And here's the thing, my, my good friend Pace Morby, and Jamil. I mean, these guys, they are beasts, right? And the first thing they tell all of their students to do is go after old leads, go after other wholesalers' dead leads. If that's all you did, just contact other wholesalers in virtual markets and say, hey, what are you doing with your old leads? And you start calling their old leads, making them cash offers, subject to offers, lease option offers, owner financing offers. You may not need to spend any money on marketing, but now you're just spending the time. Huge opportunity there. I don't know why my nose always itches whenever I start doing videos. It's like, I'm maybe it's the microphone. All right, so here's our marketing plan. Now we need to put it on a scorecard, okay? And this can be done on a napkin. I don't care. It's got to be written down. You need a scorecard to start tracking your daily activities. Now, in my um, creative financing lab course I did with Matt Terrio, Matt Terrio over Epic Real Estate has a really, really good scorecard he uses. But just like everything you do on a day gets points. And this is kind of that, but like what you need to be focusing on, and this is for you and your team. So every VA has a scorecard. Your acquisitions team, they have a scorecard. You're tracking 
what are the goals that you can control? So if your daily goal is 50 Craigslist ads or Zillow ads a day, and that might also include, by the way, Facebook uh, Messenger, Craigslist, Go Section 8, anywhere where you can find somebody advertising a house, uh, maybe older leads, older listings on Redfin. You're going to be contacting 50 a day, emailing, texting, slide dial. So that's 250 a week. You're going to be sending 500 letters a week. Maybe you're doing you know 2,000 postcards a month. Maybe you're spending 1.5 hours of cold calling a day equals this times five, or that's seven and a half hours a week. Now you start tracking your numbers here. Are we good? Do you understand? This is where now you, the rubber meets the road. This is where if I'm working with somebody and they want me to hold them accountable, they want my coaching and one-on-one help, I'm not going to ask them questions about their beliefs and their limiting beliefs and how they feel. I'm not even good at using examples. Like, I don't want to be knocking that stuff because obviously it's important, but I'm just going to be asking them one simple question. Not how are you feeling? Show me your scorecard. How much marketing have you done in the last week? How many sellers have you talked to? How many offers have you made? That's all that matters. If you want rah, rah, like you're awesome and you can do it, you know, go watch a Tony Robbins video on YouTube. There's a gazillion of them, these big inspirational movies. Like, I believe in you. You can do this, right? You've got this. Go watch an inspirational video. But if you want to make money, get a scorecard, get somebody to hold you accountable to this and start doing the marketing. It doesn't matter what business you're in. You may be in the oil change business. You may be a realtor doing regular listings. You may be some franchise that sells Dairy Queen ice cream, right? It all comes down to marketing. What are you going to do to bring customers in? What are you going to do to get leads? This is what you got to do every week. So start writing down your numbers. How many Zillow ads did you contact? Facebook Messenger ads did you contact? How many letters did you send? How many postcards did you send? How many hours of cold calling did you do? Then you start tracking how many sellers you've talked to by marketing channel. This is really important. I want you to start tracking your goals to talk to five sellers a day by marketing channel. So you may see after a month or two or three of doing this, you know what? This These yellow letters aren't working that good or these postcards aren't working that good. Maybe I don't need to do that. Maybe these Zillows are working better. Maybe cold calling is working better. Maybe I need, but you, you need to be doing at least two or three different types of marketing. Can't have all your eggs in one basket, but start tracking how many sellers that you're talking to. And again, your conversation with sellers is really simple. I did a, uh, there's a YouTube videos I did on my, I, I did two different videos on my seller scripts, one for cash buyers, one for lease options. Um, so go review those videos. But like, what do you say to someone? Just say, hey, tell me about your house. You want to sell it? I want to buy it. So, you know, tell me a little bit about it. That's it. Just asking them questions about their house, but you need to track your numbers and then you need to make offers. So at least 75% of the sellers you talk to, send them an offer. Now it's not enough to just tell them an offer over the phone. It's not enough to just send them an offer in an email. Trust me on this. You want to send them an offer, do all of that, but also send them an offer in the physical mail, right? Every day my son walks up our big hill to the mailbox and puts about five to 10 offers a day in the mailbox. We want to send it to them in the mail. He hand addresses the envelope, puts a real stamp on it. I let him do uh, return address labels. I was reluctant to do that. You know, he's a young kid. Who cares if he gets writer's hand cramps or whatever, but it's a hand addressed envelope. And guess what? We get more responses from that than we do just regular handwritten, I mean, uh, typed letters. Anyway, all right. Now, this is where the magic happens in the follow-up here. So every day, every week, you should be following up with the old leads from the month previous. And that's where you'll start getting your lead deals from. So start tracking your numbers. Start tracking the sellers that you're talking to, the follow-up offers that you're making. Put it into a scorecard like this. You know, you notice here on the scorecard, there's no activity for building your website, building business, designing a business card, 
creating an LLC, watching more videos and podcasts and reading books. There's no scorecard for that. That's important. I'm not knocking that. I mean, you got to understand what you're doing. You need to get educated, but that's not going to make you money. I know I was a professional student for three years before I ever did a deal. You know, I was college educated. I have my bachelor's. I have my master's, my MBA. I mean, I'm not going to knock college education, but it doesn't make you much money. It doesn't make much sense to me to go out and get spend 75 grand on a college degree to get a to get a job that makes you maybe 75 grand a year and pay off those student loans for next 30 years, or whatever. So I but I understand the importance of education, but like you, there's comes a time when you just got to do the stuff. You got to start talking to sellers. You got to start making offers. So you need to have a scorecard. And let me say this one final thing: you got to take the scorecard right here and send it to somebody to hold you accountable. Like if you're working out and you're exercising, nothing helps the accountability more than have somebody who's waiting there for you at the gym. Maybe it's a group of friends. Maybe it's a coach. Somebody's waiting for you there at the gym and you don't want to let them down. You need to get somebody in your life that will hold you accountable to this, to this marketing plan. Because if you're not doing it, you got to get somebody else that can do it. Maybe you have a team of VAs. So you're the one holding them accountable. This is the first thing that they do. Don't let them worry about anything else until they're doing this. You know, maybe there's other things you could be doing to this, right? You could be maybe, you know, you could be doing um, driving for dollars. Maybe it's two hours a day driving for dollars. Okay. You could be doing uh, calling realtors of older listings, maybe one hour a day. Maybe it's emailing realtors of older listings. Uh, you spend get a VA to do that two hours a day, four hours a day, emailing realtors of older listings. What else could you do? Social media marketing? I don't know. You know YouTube videos? Maybe you do two hours a week for doing that. What else could you do? Postcards? By the way, direct mail is becoming more and more effective. Don't think direct mail is dead. It's not. We're getting about 3% response rates right now on our uh, postcards. You don't believe me? Huh? What's that? You don't believe me? We're doing right now, our two newest campaigns are Jackson County and Macon County. We're doing some postcards. And in Jackson County, 3.1% response rate. We've generated about 65 leads, spent $935 to send 2,091 postcards, about 3% response rate. We've got one solid contract out of that. We've got about two more that we're working on. And then Macon County, 2.6% response rate. And we got two properties out of that, maybe one. So we're working on three solids and um, two, one or two potentials. And so we sent offers. See, we sent 24. We canceled one contract, sent 26 offers there. I'm writing this down. 26 offers there and 32, 37, 37. 39 offers there, five, 65 offers, yeah, four, six, so 65, sorry, I'm looking at my calculator, 65 divided. So for every, uh, yeah, we're averaging about one deal out of every 16 to 20 offers. So I know my numbers. What can I control? I can't control, I just had a brain fart. So I'm looking at my numbers and I get distracted. I can't scratch my head, pat my head and rub my tummy at the same time. <laughs> anyway, um, but on average, we need to spend about 20, send about 20 offers. Um, to uh, get one deal. It's just the number. So what are you going to do? Well, I'm not going to go buy another course or read another YouTube, watch another YouTube video or buy another class, go to another boot camp. I mean, that's important, right? I'm going to send more letters. I'm going to send more postcards, more letters. I'm going to make more offers. I'm going to do more follow-up and I'm not going to do it. I'm too busy playing golf. Don't tell my wife. No, I'm just kidding. You can't, she knows. Like I'm too busy playing golf and doing these videos and podcasts and having fun with my family, right? So I'm going to get somebody else to do it for me. I'm going to get hire a mailing company to do it. I'm going to get one of my sons to do it for me. I'm going to, you know, the disposition side, I don't do any of the dispositions. I found a friend, an old student who did a bunch of houses and didn't like it. So I said, hey, listen, why don't, let's do land together and we'll split the deals, 45, 55 
right? And so once we get it under contract, he does all the work of the dispositions, doing the due diligence and the research, getting it under contract, you know, buying it, selling it, advertising, marketing, taking the calls. I mean, it's a lot of work. So anyway, I love this business. I love this business. Let's, uh, I'm just going to answer a few questions here. We're at the top of the hour. I've already gone past what I wanted to uh, to be at, but I'm hoping, you know, type in, those of you that are watching me on Zoom right now, type in the Zoom chat. What were some of the big takeaways that you got from this? What were some of your big ahas? If you're watching this on YouTube, please comment down below on this video. Subscribe to my channel, by the way, and click that little alert button to get uh, notifications when we come out with new videos. I do this every week. It's completely free. I'm not here to answer questions. It's not like a coaching call. I'm just trying to share with you my secrets. That's why I call it REI Secrets. Yeah, if you like this stuff, subscribe. I do these videos all the time. Uh, a big takeaway, how truly important marketing is to this business. I love it. Nick, make money, make offers, right? Outsourcing your tasks, Sharon's very good. It's all about the numbers, Caroline. That's right. Shalini, take action, take action. Shalini, I'm going to be asking you those questions. I'm going to be asking you a lot of those questions, right? Show me your scorecard. How many offers have you made in the last week? Consistency, getting some VAs to help me. That's right. Le- Leani, I believe. Nice. I love it. Regina says, I'm so glad you really, you've spent an hour on this topic. I really needed to be reminded again of the importance of structuring a marketing plan, following through with help as needed in order to succeed in my business. Yeah. And you need a VA now. That's right. You feel like you're drowning. You feel like you're overwhelmed. I'm telling you, get a virtual assistant. And the first thing you should give your virtual assistant to do is your marketing plan. Give them your marketing plan and say, here, here it is, do it. And you may be like, I don't know how to do it yet. All right, well, get my course. I teach you how to do it. But then don't give the VA my videos, okay? Give your virtual assistant the login to my course, have them go through it and learn how to send the text. Have your VA learn how to use FreedomSoft, how to send the letters, how to get the lists, how to do this and that. Tell your video, tell your virtual assistant, go watch this video that Joe did there in module two and do it yourself. That's what I did once. I um, I forget who it was. Somebody had a course on how to make offers on HUD properties from the website hudhomestore.com. So I, I bought the class. I gave it to my assistant, who was a realtor. I said, listen, I want you every day to go make 20 to 30 offers on HUD properties. And she did. She went through the course. She learned the system. She would update me every week on what she was learning. I made her show me like the spreadsheets and how she came up with the offers. She was excited about it. She loved it. And I gave her a little bonus of 5%. Any deal that you get, I'll give you 5% bonus on, okay? Clarity on leveraged action items. Thank you. I love it. Uh, Sharon, giving me a scorecard to someone, giving my scorecard to someone that will hold me accountable. That's a big takeaway. That's huge. Jeff, focusing on the basics. I love it. Luxley, the scorecard, importance of the scorecard. I love it. Okay. Uh, Some of you are asking for a copy of that scorecard marketing plan spreadsheet thing. It'll be in my YouTube channel. Go to my YouTube channel and look in the in the description below the YouTube video. I'll have a link to this spreadsheet in there. Okay. Um, by the way, if you are looking at that spreadsheet and you're going to be wanting to use it, where did it go here? Uh, hold on. Let me find it for you. Uh, here it is. If you're looking at this spreadsheet and you want to use it, right? You need to uh, go up here to file and make a copy. Make a copy in your own Google Drive account or go to download and download it as an Excel spreadsheet. But I will put it in YouTube on one condition. On one condition, guys, I want you to please Leave a comment below this video on YouTube and subscribe to my channel. Give me a thumbs up. Three things. Give me a thumbs up, subscribe to my channel, leave me a comment below this video. Say, hey, thanks, Joe. You're awesome. Or be honest with me. Tell me this sucks. I don't care. But say something. Comment down below. I'd really appreciate it. And in the description of this video, you'll find a link to the spreadsheet. Again, make sure you go to file, make a copy, or download it as an Excel spreadsheet because you're not going to be able to edit the spreadsheet. I'm going to be sharing with you a view-only link. So you're not going to have edit access or privileges to this. 
All right, guys, I appreciate you all so much. If you want more information on how to do deals, go get my book, Simple Lease Options, the easiest and fastest way to do more deals in any market. This works in a hot market, in a cold market, flat market, especially right now in a hot market. This works really, really well. You can get this book for free by just watching my webinar at sloclass.com, sloclass.com. SLO stands for Simple Lease Options, sloclass.com. All right, guys, I appreciate you all very much. Again, if you're watching this on YouTube, just type in the comments, what, what were some of your big takeaways from this? I really appreciate you guys. I appreciate the comments in here. All right, guys, we'll see you later.